This just in. Aaron Rodgers bought a tube of toothpaste. At this point, it's my intention to play for the Jets. Anything that falls short of this Jets team not winning the division, oh boy, watch out. This is Rodgers Watch 2023 on Wisconsin's Afternoon News. When it comes to me, they don't know There he is, Aaron Rodgers, not yet a New York Jet. Now, before we, we kick around Rogers' watch here, Andrew and Sandy. And yeah. the latest update that you have, yes, Bob. Uh, yes, I, I think we should, you know, give him fair, equal opportunity here. So, uh, Adam, if you can dial What's up, up Aaron Rodgers, you have his phone number, right? So, you know, it's funny enough, I told I know he told Schefter lose my number, but he hasn't told me that yet. Ah, okay, well, well, let's ring him up and <laughs> let's try to get him on the show. All right, let's see what we can do here. All Hold right. on one sec. The horse's mouth, as we call that. Your call has been forwarded Uh-oh. to an automatic voice message system. Aaron Rodgers is not available. <laughs> no. At the tone, please record your no. message. Do you want me to leave him a message? When you have finished the- recording, you may hang up or press yeah. 1 he for won't more listen. Yeah. No, we'll, we'll, we'll try him later. Oh, he's not picking up. <laughs> not picking up. Not, not, not typical. So so here's where we are. The latest. You heard from LaFleur. You heard from Brian Gutekunst. They are basically saying... We think this is going to happen. We've facilitated what we can on our end. The Jets know what needs to get done as far as compensation to -hmm. make this deal get done. So the Packers have always sounded like they are confident this will get done. And Brian Gutekunst said it best, too. The the ball is kind of in the court of the New York Jets right now. They need to come up with the proper compensation. Uh, Could Rodgers come back and play for the Packers? Here's a funny scenario. Yeah. I don't know if it's funny, but funny, ironic. He could come back to Green Bay, and they could say, you're the backup, even though we're paying you $50 million. You're under contract, and you could sit on the sidelines and watch Jordan Love be the starting quarterback. How would that look? That would be rough. That I don't know. Can you, can you uh, is $50 million, is that the amount of money that is worth doing something like that, doing just like a jerk move like that? You know, you just want you to go outside and key his car, and you know it has the same sort of sort of angry effect uh, on the whole situation. Would that ego though play? I mean, even though he's making boatloads of money, could his ego stand the sidelines with a clipboard and with a visor on and watch a young kid be the starting know. quarterback? I don't think so, I don't that's part of what this has all been about. He's right? a Hall of Famer. I mean, you don't he absolutely you don't, not. You don't. I think I think the city of Green Bay would riot if you kept uh, if you kept uh, uh, Rogers on the bench when he could be playing. I but mean, but that's just me, right? Right, and and depending on how Jordan Love plays, it's it's well. it's not going to happen. But technically, it could if the Packers wanted to pull a completely D move here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. they could do that because he is still their property. He is still under contract, and he is still going to be paid, whether it's by the Packers or the New York Jets. This could fall apart, and they could say, "All right." You're still on the team, but we're going with this guy as our starting QB. You're the equipment manager now. On the old National Bank talking text line, Bob, it seems like a lot of people are agreeing with you uh, that, yeah, he's full of himself. So, Bob Brainerd, keeping an eye on wow. Roger's watch with us here at TMJ. And superheroes can be a very unique way to celebrate women. We will explain next on WTMJ. I'm Sandy Max. John Mercure out today for spring break. So we have guest host actor Andrew Varela in the studio with me. Co-anchoring news, Wyatt Barmore Pooley, Bob Brainerd in for Greg Matzik with sports reports today. Mike Spalding in for Debbie Lazaga with traffic updates. And your spring break crew includes the steady hand of Adam Roberts producing Behind the Glass. And we welcome to the studio now... 
A delightful lass who once called herself Tiny Dancer uh, in the CB days. On the CB oh my radio. Gosh, I am smiling ear to ear. Music makes you feel good, doesn't it? It does. I am a lifelong Elton John fan. And back in the 70s, when we were all on the CB radio, my handle was Tiny Dancer. And so, Adam, thank you for that bumper music, that walk-on music. I feel like a million bucks. And she is Susan Varela of Skylight Music Theater. And uh, with it still being Women's History Month for a few more days of March, uh, I wanted to invite you to share not just uh, some good news that you have in your professional career, but also one of the most unique uh, theatrical events that will be coming to the Skylight Theater that I would say has is part of a women's history type celebration. Yes. Well, thank you, first of all, Sandy. It's lovely to see you. We were just connecting that we had met long ago with our uh, mutual friend, the Marcus Center. Yep. Um, we, we met surrounding a theatrical experience there. We were looking at uh, what their season announcement was. And now um, I'm very excited. I'm on my 12th day of being the executive director at Skylight Music Theater. Congratulations. Thank 12 you. days. You made it, huh? 12 days. <laughs> That's the hard part. The and hard they, part's over now. They let me come back. Yeah. yeah. So I'm, I'm thrilled and honored. Um, Skylight has been a huge part of my life. I loved it as an audience member back growing up in my days of Greendale High School and um, UW Milwaukee, where I went for one year. And, um, and now I get to lead the team there. So it's very exciting. And it's great for the Milwaukee culture because you growing up here but you've gone off and been a performer yourself that's right so i went to uwm for a year and then i got a performance scholarship to uw stevens point graduated from there with a degree in music theater and then i was off i went to germany for two years to do the musical cats oh my and what then, an experience. It was. You know, the funny thing is, when I auditioned for that show, the, the audition tour came through Chicago. And so I drove down on my day off from the fireside where I was working just post-graduation and um, auditioned for Flesh. the shout out. And um, I auditioned for the show not knowing where it was based. I didn't know if I was auditioning for the Broadway company or the National Broadway Tour. And it turns out that it was the Hamburg German Company. So I was off to Germany for two years to sing in German the show Cats. What an experience that absolute to see the world. But I mean, I think to sing any. Do you just learn to sing phonetically? Yes, that's exactly how you learn. They <laughs> teach exactly it to you that way, which it. is yeah, which is really exciting and really terrifying because if suddenly you forget your lyrics, it's like you're on a track. And if you fall off, you have you cannot improv in a language that you do not oh, speak. Geez. Oh, I, I can. I, no, I can. <laughs> Well, people have made things up for sure, but um, didn't you I, live off Snickers bars for a month when you got there? I did. Yeah, Snickers, Snickers bars and pickles. Those were the two things I could identify <laughs> two, in the supermarket. Two great tastes that taste great together. You know what? I still enjoy them both. So, I would have thought pretzels if you're in Germany, but Snickers yeah, and not pretzels. A lot of pretzels. Yeah, Snickers so, bars. After your German experience, so then I came back to the states, and I I came back to this country, but went right to New York because that was my goal was to get on Broadway, and um, and I got to live my dream. I lived in New York City for 20 years, worked on Broadway in Les Miserables, did Radio City Music Hall, did many national tours, and met this man over here on my right, She's Andrew Varela. She's America. <laughs> and um, we got married, had a child, and then we started thinking you know, we would like to have a different upbringing for him. 
than New York City. I'm sure many people raise their kids in New York and it's great, but that was not for us. We were we were ready to move on. And Andrew, having grown up all over the world, he did not have the same kind of roots that I have here in Wisconsin. And he always said to me, well, to hear you talk about it, Milwaukee is the center of the universe. And I think it is. So uh, we came back here and he glommed onto my roots. And um, we've been very happy here ever since. I'm basically, a, I'm basically a parasite. Uh, a, par- a performing uh, a, 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 parasite. A, 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 this is good. <laughs> I've been. I've gotten worse reviews than that. So just so you know. <laughs> but for the two of you to bring your wealth of experience all around the world mm-hmm. and from Broadway stages, both of you, and now to bring that experience to develop new talent on stage and in production crews, and now to be leading the Skylight Music Theater, that is wonderful. What a gift to our our cultural scene here. Well, thank you, and it's a gift to us, I and mean, we feel yeah. like the lucky ones because. We found a place for us to live and uh, for our livelihood here in Milwaukee. And, and people that really, that really so deserve, yeah, people that really deserve good art and, and new and interesting material. Uh, Milwaukee is a great place to be an artist. We've, and everybody that, that joins us here says the same thing. They come away feeling the same way. Well, you've got a very cool show that caught my eye. Like I said, as it's Women's History Month and uh, women empowering musical that has been a concert but it's also part of this world premiere wisconsin movement the next couple of months that's right we're going to see this show before it goes to london's west end it's incredible isn't it tell us more it's got a cool name the milwaukee audiences get to be the first to see this developmental project called super you super you it's a great title it's a great logo like the the merchandise was going to be fantastic (laughs) so you're already Um, thinking like a producer that's right but this is part of the world premiere wisconsin initiative uh, which is a statewide festival celebrating new plays and musicals that's happening here from March 1st through June 30th. And there will be more than a dozen productions involved with this initiative, and um, which is a really fantastic thing, and we're so fortunate to be a part of it. So our entry into the World Premier Wisconsin Initiative is Super You, and it is an empowering women-led musical. It celebrates the journey of a comic book artist who learns to love herself and find her voice when her own super heroine creations come to life. The costuming has got to be great. It is. It's it's <laughs> really so exciting. And and it's about female empowerment, but not just female empowerment. It's human empowerment. It's about self-respect and acceptance. And um, it's it's really going to be exciting. So, And it's um, our chance to be the first. We are the yeah, first it's to see it. It's just that wonderful. Skylight, Skylight is, is, is positioning itself to be one of those incubators of new work, which is a fantastic place to be when you're a small professional theater because it gets you into the ground floor of projects. And who knows where, where they could go? There's, it's only upside yeah. for, for, for Milwaukee and for Skylight. Ah, oh, Susan, thank you so much. I wish you great, great success in thank your first you. year at the Skylight Music Theater Thanks, as the Sandy. is it executive director? Yes. There I'm we go. I got to get the title right. And you also have a very special veterans benefit event planned for later this year, a project that actor Gary Sinise's foundation has created and that official announcement about your special event is coming up at 5:15 right here on TMJ. That's right. Thank you so much. You're very welcome. Thank you for coming. I look forward to welcoming you oh, back to the one, studio. One more question. One more question. What do you want to eat tonight? Oh no. <laughs> Wisconsin's Afternoon News on WTMJ. Wisconsin's Afternoon News. I'm Sandy Max. John Mercure is out today.
guest host, actor Andrew Varela, in the studio with me and with his wife, Susan Varela, who is the executive director of Skylight Music Theater. Um, she's sticking around because we started talking about England, and it turns out we all enjoy a trip to England. We did. We had a great time. We had uh, our friend Peter Lockyer, who we did Les Mis on Broadway with, was playing Jean Valjean in the West End. Oh, my. And he said, hey, guys, come on over. You can stay in my apartment, and you, you know, you'll have a, a great vacation here. So we took all of our points that we had accrued over a decade of, of traveling on the road and got business class and we flew seats. Business class. We flew business to, to London. Pro tip. Don't take an Ambien when you get on the plane because you miss all the food. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, sure. But that. you wake up and you're in England. Oh, no. We were good after that. But, that sounds you know, like we, the trip of a lifetime. We missed a lot it of was carbs. amazing. Yeah. It was have great. you been, Sandy, or you're on your way? Um, I have been. I'm on my way again in October. I can tell you more about that. Maybe you'd like to come with me. Um, I'd love it. I was there in September when Queen Elizabeth passed away. Oh, oh my. I was there in 2018 when Harry and Meghan waved to me in their carriage. I was on the long walk in Windsor oh after, as they got married. All these milestones. Been to Abbey Road Studio 2, where the Beatles and Pink Floyd made oh, masterpiece music. You go um, real deep. Been to Downton Abbey's Highclere Castle three times. Oh, yeah, I've, I've been. A, yeah, it's my happy place. Oh, yeah. Yeah. it's Good my happy place. Well, that was our. It was our first time together in England, but I had been previously, and I had done a deep dive on Stratford upon Avon, sure, and all the Shakespeare and Hathaway's Cottage, and you know all of that good stuff in the Tower of London, and of course. All of all, I mean, there's so much history there. There's so much to do, but this time we got to a taste of the theater. Yeah, and, um, and but the royal this, family. Sorry, will you be there for the coronation? I d- not yet. I'm. I think it would be funny to apply for press credentials. I could cover because you <laughs> heard that King Charles, like nobody wants to play his concert. Like all of these famous musicians right? have been no, turning him down that. politely. Really? Yeah, like Adele isn't playing. Susan, Is call them. Let them know I'm available. I, I'm going to honestly. Tenors MKE. Um, what what is the reason for that? I wonder. I just think there's a lot of old baggage with Princess Diana. You know, Elton John isn't going to be knocking, oh. falling over himself to perform at yeah. King Charles the He's on he's on the Harry and Meghan team. I think. Oh, is he? Oh, yeah. Listen to that. See, we could talk about England for ages, but I would love it if you'd come with me. But I, Susan, I definitely want to talk to you more about Stratford upon Avon because that is going to be one of the stops that we make in October. Oh, it's it was so. Right. I mean, you, it's, it lives up to exactly what, I mean, you, you see Shakespeare in love or, you know, take a deep dive on all the, the Shakespeare lore and it's completely satisfying as a trip. How fun. Thank you for sharing your stories, yes. Andrew and Susan Varela. And uh, here's more information about the trip we're going on. It's uh, October 12th. We're going to embark on a magical memory-making tour through England with Journeys Connect. It's a 10-day vacation called The Beatles and More, an England Adventure. We're going to go through London and Liverpool. We're going to explore Windsor, Oxford, Stratford-upon-Avon, Stonehenge, and Bath in England. I'm not kidding. It is my happy place. It is my pleasure to show you some of my favorite parts of London before we have an immersive experience in the Fab Four's hometown of Liverpool, including private after-hours access at the Beatles Story Museum. We'll also see England's royal life with a tour of Windsor Castle, stroll Oxford University's historic campus, and Shakespeare's birthplace, Stratford-upon-Avon. We're going to get mystical and mythical at Stonehenge and marvel at Bath's ancient architecture. There's much more to tell you about this beautifully British experience, all put together by Journeys Connect. Our travel expert, Steve Bertrand, will ensure all the details are taken care of. 
so we can relax and enjoy the trip of a lifetime together. Let me send you the colorful brochure and full itinerary. Email me, sandy at wtmj.com, S-A-N-D-Y at wtmj.com, or call 847-606-6065. I am Sandy Max, John Mercure on spring break. Greg Matzik on spring break. So guest host actor Andrew Varela in the studio with me and Bob Brainerd in for Greg Matzik with sports. And we are thrilled to welcome Dr. John Raymond to the show, the Medical College of Wisconsin's president and CEO with our Milwaukee Health Briefing. And we've got questions for you, Dr. Raymond. Good afternoon, Sandy. I'm ready. <laughs> Wonderful. Uh, we will start with um, something called Candida auris. Yeah, uh, Candida auris is a new species of a common fungus that was first discovered in 2009 and then identified in the U.S. in 2016. And our Centers for Disease Control and Prevention posted an advisory in December of 2022 about Candida auris. And the reason they posted the advisory was simply to alert healthcare providers that it was more likely to be resistant to the three classes of antifungal antibiotics that we typically use to treat um, infections like candida. Older species of candida are well known for causing urinary tract infections and resistant bloodstream infections. So it is important to know that there's only been one case reported in Wisconsin as of December 31st, 2022. Um, So no need for anybody to panic about it. Um, But the incidence is rising in some of the more populated states like Illinois, New York, Texas, Florida, and interestingly, Nevada, all of which have hundreds of cases. Again, no cause for concern because most hospital laboratories have the capability not only to identify this fungus on culture, but to do what we call sensitivity testing to choose the best antibiotic to treat it with. I'm so glad we have you to turn to, though, because, you know, this is that kind of thing. If it's prevalent in other parts of the country and somebody just hears like, wait, should I be concerned about this? Thank yes, you for the, the answer is yes. Well, no, but thank you for the comfort to know that like, it's good to be aware of it, but happily it's not a real problem here in Wisconsin. Uh, speaking of antibiotic-resistant things, there seems to be a rising instances of antibiotic, um, you know I'm going to mispronounce it, Shigella? You got that right. Aha! Shigella. Shigella, so it's of concern to children? Yeah, so this is another uh, Centers for Disease Control advisory that was posted last month about an increasing incidence of antibiotic-resistant Shigella. Shigella is a bacteria that causes gastrointestinal symptoms, and uh, typically that would be fever, um, nausea, some vomiting, and bloody diarrhea. Um, Not as common as viruses that circulate that influence the GI tract, but um, still causes about 450,000 infections per year, and many of those are in kids because it's spread through the fecal-oral route. Uh, In other words, people get poop in their mouth, and kids uh, may be changing diapers, they don't wash their hands, uh, maybe somebody didn't wash their hands in food prep when they were around kids, or even from drinking water in a swimming pool can cause that. Again, I wouldn't say for uh, the typical parent that this is a significant cause for concern. It's simply to alert healthcare providers that when a child presents with GI symptoms, to not not just assume that it's a virus, but to consider Shigella and possibly antibiotic-resistant Shigella as a potential cause. And again, because of the incidents uh, associated with swimming pools, 
you know, we're going to be having the summer come up here soon. So it's something to be aware of. And even kids going on spring break, hanging out at the hotels. Yeah. Yeah. So from children to older adults, I love that you may have found something very positive about Alzheimer's disease, something about a skin patch that could diagnose Alzheimer's disease. Yeah, a really interesting study. Uh, there was a group that developed a skin patch that had micro needles attached to it, and the needles are um, connected to micro sensors that can detect inflammatory uh, cytokines that are specific for the brain. And so the idea is that you could apply a skin ta- a test that would um, be painless, uh, easy to, to uh, use at home, and might serve to detect Alzheimer's disease and other neurodegenerative diseases early in their course. But there's a lot of work to do from going from this very promising proof of concept to actually having a test that's validated for any of those specific diseases. And one of the problems is we don't have a single specific biomarker for Alzheimer's disease that you could detect in the skin now. But maybe in the future, this could be something that could be a game changer for us. Dr. Raymond, uh, checking for colon cancer, uh, awareness this month especially for for guys. Uh, Someone I know, okay, it was me, uh, had the colonoscopy uh, 2014, okay? Everything came back great, you know, clean bill of health. But I think a lot of gentlemen think, okay, I had that done, so now I'm good to go the rest of my life. How long between colonoscopies should you be checked Really great question, and this is um, colorectal cancer month, uh, March is, so it's important to talk about this. Uh, Colon cancer is um, something that causes uh, the second largest number of cancer deaths in both men and women in the U.S., and many of those deaths are preventable with early detection. And there are about 150,000 new cases each year, and one in 20 people will develop a colorectal cancer during their lifetime. And so screening and detection is important. There are actually three ways to screen. The gold standard, the one that is uniformly recognized as the best, is colonoscopy. Um, we used to say that you should start getting a colonoscopy at age 50 if you have average risk, but the American Cancer Society now recommends that you start at age 45 because one in seven cases of colon colorectal cancer has been diagnosed in people under the age of 45 recently, and there is an increasing risk of colon cancer in young, and we've actually talked about that on the show before. So some risk factors would be alcohol smoking, uh, human papillomavirus exposure, obesity, and then family genetic risk. So in addition to the colonoscopy, which if you do once and it's clean, you don't need to do for another 10 years, you can do what's called virtual colonoscopy in which they do a CAT scan. Um, that needs to be done every five years, and you should have a fecal uh test done in between. And then the the third type of testing, less sensitive but more convenient, would be an at-home test where you send a stool sample in to be analyzed, either for genetic markers of colon cancer or for for occult or hidden blood. And those are reasonably good screening tests. If they're positive, though, you still need to go get the colonoscopy. Uh, doctor, um, I recently took a stop the bleed course, uh, at a, offered at a hospital around here. Do you think that's a good idea? Do you think more people should have, uh, access to courses like that? 
Yeah, it's really great that um, you took the course and that you're highlighting this opportunity. So cardiopulmonary resuscitation was a game changer for survival in the field for people that had cardiopulmonary arrest. Um, you know, the American Heart Association and many others teach bystanders to intervene quickly for CPR. So the idea for Stop the Bleed is pretty similar. It's to teach lay people how to manage traumatic bleeding. And one thing people may need to know is that uh, trauma and bleeding is the leading cause of death in people ages 1 to 44. So there is a new program called Stop the Bleed um, that really helps people to be able to deal with uh, folks that um, they see that have suffered from an automobile accident, a traumatic fall, uh, a power tool accident, something that can be life-threatening to help them prevent the person from bleeding out. And um, hopefully you can tell us a little bit about the course, but it's really pretty simple. Um, they teach you to keep your cool, call 911 first or have someone else do that. Make sure that the environment that you may enter where the person is injured is safe for you to enter and then control the bleed. And the principles are pretty simple. Either apply direct pressure to the bleed or to the artery that is supplying the area that's bleeding. You can apply a tourniquet, elevate the limb, and uh, really just try to make sure that you stop that bleeding as soon as possible. And Dr. Raymond, can we register for a Stop the Bleed class at Freighter? You can. You, you can. You know, Freighter has the only adult level one trauma center in eastern Wisconsin. The, the other one is in uh, Madison at the University of Wisconsin School of Medicine and Public Health. And you can register. Um, the place to go for people uh, to look for opportunities for the Stop the Bleed course is Stop the Bleed. Org. Well, that's simple. That's good. And quickly, what is your good news of the week, Dr. Raymond? Well, I really loved your conversation about going to England, Downton Abbey, Pink Floyd, The Beatles, Shakespeare, Stonehenge. Really cool. Um, but I want to just talk about two sports themes. Our Wisconsin Badgers men's basketball team are in the semifinals of the NIT. The game starts in about an hour, and they're taking on North Texas, so we can cheer them on. And then our Bucks have the best record in the NBA, and they have some big games coming up against Boston and Philly. Go Bucky and go Bucks! Thank you, Dr. Raymond. All right, thanks, Andy. Have a great day. You too.